Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to another episode of Home is Where Hallmark is. I'm Liz Puglisi and I'm joined by the lovely Amber Teasley as we get ready to review the latest movies that aired just this past weekend. It is October 1st, right? <laughs> so we'll be reviewing Taking the Reins and Rise and Shine Benedict Stoned, plus giving you some previews and a new top 10. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing great, except for my dogs driving me crazy. Oh, my gosh. Mine's dozing. He's had a rough day. He didn't really he didn't feel too well today. Well, my neighbors have ducks, and they mm-hmm. go underneath the building over at their house, but they get out every once in a while. Well, I have this really swampy area on one side of my property, mm-hmm. and the ducks get in that because there's lots of worms and my dogs bark the entire time that they're in my yard. <laughs> Which I love having the ducks in my yard, but <laughs> my mama loves ducks. Do the ducks have their own house or they live under yeah. the people's they house? They live oh. in a little area. They have like a little um I don't know, a little pool and everything, but they like to get out. They're escape artists. They can't figure out how they're getting out. So, rotten ducks. Yeah, we have ducks and chickens down the road, and then we've got sheep and everything up down. <laughs> That's so wild. That's One so time wild. we were driving home, and the sheep got out with the big, massive white. They're like, they're like, sh- I don't know. There's some type of like herding dogs, and they're massive, and they're white, and they're fluffy. But they're not real nice, but they're not mean. They just, they're very, they know their job. Mm-hmm. And they got out and all the sheep got out and were walking up the road. <laughs> so we had to dodge sheep one day. That is so crazy. I I mean, we see deer and stuff like that here, but it was funny before we get started a few months ago, I 
I went up to Lancaster, Pennsylvania with my cousin and my niece, her daughter, and um, I remember our seconds, we were like, Cal, horse, this, like, you know, real cities, like, I don't care, like, every, like, literally every five seconds, because after a while, it was, like, all, like, rumbling and everything, so we're like, cow, cow, but you always get excited, right, when you see a, yes, always get excited, all right, you got any news for me, I got I a couple, I do things. have some good news, um, Merritt Patterson posted on her Insta some pictures of her, she, like, posted mm-hmm. a picture of her door to her trailer, um mm-hmm. and some footage of her in a mirror in her you know trailer that's on set and then right. it looks like she was looking over the shoulder of somebody who was recording you know reviewing some footage of her um and uh looks like she's actually doing movie number two for hallmark this year because she's already filmed gingerbread miracle um right. earlier and has already wrapped but now she is filming another movie if you're not familiar with her name she played in chateau christmas picture a perfect christmas christmas at the palace and the christmas cottage christmas cottage was really good i really liked it it was really i cute. loved christmas cottage so good and she's very she's a very authentic i know it's really stupid to say that authentic actress but she's just very believable yes. and i really like her a lot very natural no i I understand what you're saying because I'll, I'll actually be saying something uh, similar when we get into our reviews later. And yeah. then the only thing else that I have this week is Hallmark has released their Countdown to Christmas book. And you can purchase it at like Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. But in this book, they've got. Um, it's called Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas. The Ultimate Deck the Halls Guide. It includes holiday traditions and special family recipes from the movie stars, amazing cocktails and desserts, fun movie trivia and bingo, watch party games, um, behind the scenes insights from the movie makers, and lots of ways to make your Christmas even more magical. Um, for example, some of the things are is Candace Cameron Bure's got her Christmas cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, recipe in there holly robinson has her mac and cheese um they've got rustic table settings for holidays to show you how to you know do your show they've got a bunch of crafts like making snowmen that's really nice Um, i don't know if we don't need to pick up a copy of this because it's like talking about watch party games and then bingo and fun movie Mm -hmm. trivia and i think it would be really neat Mm -hmm. for us to like trivia each other Yes, I'll fail, don't worry. And um, it's funny, I was actually challenged to trivia on a different topic on Monday. I'll, I'll make you laugh real quick. So um, I, I suck at trivia. I don't I don't remember names and dates and who was in what or whatever, whatever. So another fandom that I'm involved in personally. Um, I was arguing with somebody on a different, on a YouTube show. So they're like, oh, you can come on and we can like argue about it, like friendly. And we can have, you know, trivia. I'm like, I stink at trivia. So I'm bringing in a ringer. I'm bringing in my I'm kind of good at trivia if it's movie trivia. <laughs> because I have, like, a knack for, like, being able to tell you 
well, this person was in this movie, but they were also in this movie and this movie and this movie. And also, if there's a song associated with any movie or was in any movie, I can easily tell you. I can tell you, if, like, listen to the song and be able to tell you, like, what movie it's been in. Like, I'm, like, really good about that. I am full of awesome. all kinds of useless information. I have lots of useless information, but just like something, then I just can't. And, um, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And then did you have some news for us? I do. I do. I have a couple of things. So there's a new um, sign sealed and delivered coming out. It's been, I think, a couple of years since We've had a new one, but of course there's been a pandemic in between everything. So this is that sign shield and delivered is that one that we mentioned where like they worked in the post office and you and I couldn't figure out what the heck was going. <laughs> so oh, what yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously we, we found one randomly and we both happened to watch at different times or at the same time, but like we didn't know we, each other was that like in a post office and like a dead letter office. So I started watching them as they, as I found them as, the, as they were on and I did some research into it. I actually really enjoy them. So there's a new one coming out on October 17th um, of this year. And Shane and Oliver, Shane's actually a female, Shane and Oliver prepare to wed and the team helps an unwell boy reunite with their lost friend and a new employee may deliver the answer for reader and Norman to be able to start a family. So um, this is the 13th installment of one of the longest running original film series. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Twitter's, it stars Eric Mabius and Chris, Kristen Booth are the two main characters. It's really, really, actually, if you see them, you, you should watch it because you can kind of pick up what's going on. They explain, they, you know, in a roundabout way, they explain it each time it's on. Each new episode 
it's real. They're really entertaining. They're, they're really cute. They're really cute and hot and heartwarming. Um, so Twitter is social media is very excited this because this is a huge, so the huge, the popular series and their fan base is insane. It also stars Crystal Lowe and Jeff Gustafsson. I believe it's how you say it. I apologize if it's not. So that's going to be really interesting. I'll probably DVR that. And I'll probably touch, I'll probably go over it on. Um, I feel like whatever. I need to watch this from the get- beginning. Yeah, I've been trying to from whatever. Yeah, it, it's, it's really cute. I'll have so to then, check and see if they're on um, the app. They should be on the app. They should be on the app. Two other Hallmark stars, two other very popular Hallmark stars also tweeted about wrapping up two Christmas movies. Okay, Brandon Elliott uh, finished, tweeted that he finished uh, Open by Christmas, and he also finished another movie, which I believe is called The Perfect Pair. Now, a lot of people believe that movie is going to be part of their New Year's set, not Christmas, right? So that should be interesting. However, Trevor Donovan also tweeted that he, well, actually he tweeted, he tweeted that he finished filming um, the movie he was working on. Now, both of them tweeted at the end of their tweets, it said, on to something very big. So I'm wondering if they can be in the same movie. Maybe. Because they're both going to Vancouver. That would be a good movie. <laughs> right? That would be, I mean, usually you only get one of them. them. Right, to have the two of them. I mean, they're two of Walmart's hottest uh, and biggest hunks. So that would be super interesting. I really think it's going to be just the way they phrased it, that it's something, you know, big and details will be coming soon. I I think it's the two of the two of them. And I can't wait to find out which which ladies. Yeah, that sounds. That I would love that. (laughs) I know. Are they rivals? Are they friends? So are many they like brothers? But I don't see him doing well, that. Because I, can't, I can't see those brothers because, I mean, you can have a dark-haired brother and a blonde brother, but... I think I there's know. a little bit of an age difference there, too. Yeah. I think definitely. Brennan's a little older. I can see Brennan as, like, the business guy that, like, comes into town. And yes. Trevor as the guy that's like, oh, hell no. Type of thing. <laughs> so I can see that happening. I can see that, and then I don't know. I, I I can't I can't even decide. I can't even think of like which which ladies I would want to be with them. But I have a sneaking suspicion that this is going to be really big, and two of them and two of our most popular women are going yes. to be involved. That would be awesome. Yeah. So that is actually. There's probably a lot of Hallmark news out there that like we're missing, and I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, but there's so much that you know. Sometimes it's hard to even. We have to kind of catch it when it shows up on like Instagram right. or Twitter, whatever. So like I try to look every time I get like I have alerts. <laughs> right. I didn't think it's, I didn't think it's doing that. Like every time you tweet something, you pop up on mine. Like, I have it set. Do you have the app? Yes. Oh, I don't have the app. That's why. Yeah, every time, because I have an Apple Watch. So every time you tweet or somebody like one of the Hallmark stars tweet that I follow, I have it set to where it alerts my watch to let me know. 
post the sign still delivers actually October 17th. I'm not sure what I said, but that's the that's the date. I think so I it's more of the it's it's like one at the end of the harvest mm -hmm. ones. Yeah, I think so. Because October 21st or 22nd is um the start of countdown to Christmas. Yes, that's an excellent point. So here's before we move on, here's one thing. Somebody was another uh a much more successful and entertaining and better at it than us, no offense, podcaster, um, mentioned on their Instagram, which I'm still working on now as I'm waiting for our logo to be fixed, mentioned something about the full harvest movies that made me laugh, but I didn't think of until she said it. You know how most of the, usually the full harvest movies have a lot of autumn feel to it, like you see the changing <laughs> of the leaves and then yeah. like side of festival, none of these have had it. Yeah, it's not. Roadhouse did. Um, I think actually, I think actually, maybe you said it too, and then I saw other people talking about it and it stuck in my head. But I was like, oh, that that's true. There's like none of that. Yeah, there's a couple. Alrighty, you ready to get into our previews? Yes. We done very, with New Year's. Very excited about both of them, but. I'm a big fan of time travel, so. <laughs> um, the movie this week for Hallmark Channel is on Saturday, October 2nd at 9 p.m., and it's Love Strikes Twice. And it stars uh, Katie Findley as Maggie, Wyatt Nash as Josh, and Marshall Williams as Rick. <clears throat> and the little blurb from Hallmark is, a workaholic lawyer Maggie is having marriage issues. She wishes for a do-over and awakens 15 years in the past. Will Maggie choose to college boyfriend Rick or will she stay with her husband Josh? Um, Katie finally is from Vancouver. This is her third Hallmark movie. And actually, she played in two other movies with Wyatt Nash. They played in the Karen Kingsbury, The Bridge 1, Part 1 and Part 2. Mm -hmm. She actually played Lizabeth, Lizbeth. Uh, in the Nancy Drew series, so you might recognize her. And then Wyatt Nash is from Nashville. This is his fourth Hallmark movie. He was in The Two with her, and then uh, he was in Cats and Dogs. He was also Charles Smith in Riverdale and Kurt Fletcher in Dear White People on Netflix. Ooh. He plays the husband, and then the boyfriend, the college boyfriend, is played by Marshall Williams. Mm -hmm. And he's from Winnipeg. This is his fourth Hallmark movie. He played in a Hallmark movie called Pete's Christmas. And I remember watching it, but it was a long time ago. He was like almost a kid in it. And then he was in one called Amazing Winter Romance and Follow Me to Daisy Hills. Ooh, I know that one. And uh, he played in, he played Thule in the movie The Ice Road. That was more recent. And then he played Sam Tremblay on When Cars the Heart. And this one looks to be like it's going to be a funny one. Yeah, I'm interested in this one. Actually, the, the commercial just came on as a, as we're recording this. I'm interested to, in seeing how do what is wrong with me? I'm interested in seeing how they do it because uh, last week, well, on our last recording, we said that we mentioned that there's another kind of time travel one coming up in the Christmas countdown to Christmas with 
one with Christopher Lloyd and, um, you know, Leah Thompson. I'm a big sci-fi fan. Uh, I enjoy some time travel stuff. I actually enjoy stories like these. I read quite a few books about it as well. And the cast looks fun and a little quirky. Yes. And apparently, um, I was reading an article. I can't remember where I found it. But um, I was reading an article earlier, and it talked about where those two, um, Wyatt Nash and Katie Findley, worked together on those two movies together. They're, like, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And um, they really, really, I guess, work really well together. Um, but I was also like, okay, it says it's 15 years in the past because they were talking about wide leg jeans, crop hair. And I'm wondering, 15 years ago would have been what, 2005? Really? I could, hmm. okay, it's interesting you pointed that out because I thought based on the scene where showing her jumping into the water, I thought it was like the 1960s. Yeah, but it says 15 years ago. She goes back 15 years ago. So that would be 2005. So we're like, I was probably 25. Amber, how old are you? 24. I'm 40. I just turned 40. Oh, so if I'm five years old. Jeez, I thought I was like, I thought I was like 10 years young, older than you. And I was no, like, oh. no. <laughs> I look way younger than I really am. Like, nobody believes that I'm as old as I am. Like, nobody guesses me at 40. When I was no, pregnant with Kenzie no. when I was 26. I didn't think you were. Like, yeah, I, I didn't think you were 40, but I didn't think you were as young as I just suddenly thought you were. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, when you were doing the math, I thought you were going to say, like, yeah, I was, like, 21. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, Kenzie, when I was pregnant with Kenzie, I was 26, and I still, to that day, got the looks. Like, the, mm-hmm. like the you're too young to be pregnant looks, and I'm like, I'm 26 mm-hmm. years old. I, like, waited a lot longer than everybody else. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've always looked younger, thankfully. Hopefully it'll last. But, yeah, it's 15 years, so it would be 2005, so I guess that would be, like, the wide leg jeans. And like the... Britney Young, Britney Spears is in the 90s, wasn't she? I'm really curious what year it's set in. And even the haircut, I thought it was kind of... She's adorable. She's she's really cute. I think it's going to be really... I think it's going to be one of those. It's not going to take itself too seriously. It's going to kind of be like a... You know, there's... There's always some heart in the Hallmark movies, but I mean, it's going to be a little bit less like, you know, heavy, I think. Or it might not be because you're talking about a divorce, possibly, because it talks about them being on the cusp of a divorce. They've had quite a few divorced or widowed themes so far this year. Yes, they have. Quite a bit. Which is nice because it's a bit more mature and it veers off the oh, I had a bad day at work. I have to run back to my small hometown and find a cowboy. <laughs> kind of gets a little bit away. You got to go home and find the cowboy that you were yeah. with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to get, you know, I have to get stuck somewhere and run into the love of my life that I didn't, that I'm 
made it to the good destiny. Did you ever see the, the Goodwing movies? Yes, I've seen a couple of them. I haven't I caught all of them. I saw one last night. It was cute. I know I haven't. I realized I haven't seen any of the other ones. But they were kind of cute, and I didn't realize they were based on real stories. I did not know that. Yeah, I at the very end of it, it tells you who the story was based on. Yeah, it was cute. But so love, so love strikes twice. I'm trying to think of. There's quite a few books out there that I've read about, like with this and other TV shows and, and and movies have done it. So, but I'm really curious to see how they pull it off. It just looks very. You're right, though. Is it going to be a tearjerker or is it going to be very light? And airy. There was they did this something similar to this, and I can't remember it was and it was it had to do with a coffee shop. A guy who owned a coffee shop and she was a writer and she had to choose between that and she made the choice and then now she either goes to the future. I think she goes to the future though. Mm-hmm. Like she skips to the future and it's it's a tearjerker, but but um, it kind of reminds me of that one a little bit, maybe. But yeah, I don't know if it's going to be. Maybe it'll be a little bit of both. Yeah. I know. I'm really looking forward to it. And the one that you were doing, that you were getting ready to do, that's going to be. It's going to be a tearjerker. So okay, so one summer premieres this Sunday on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I still want to say Murder and Mysteries, but Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And it, of course, my screen blinked. Hold on once. I'm so sorry. So uh, the blurb from Hallmark Channel itself says, Jack was very sick and close to death, but his wife Lizzie is the one who unexpectedly passed away. After a surprising recovery, Jack returns to Lizzie's beachside hometown with their 15-year-old daughter, Mickey, and 10-year-old son, Tyler, to spend the summer in their childhood home Lizzie called the palace, hoping they can all hear. So if you delve so if you delve further into it, he starts to use his carpentry skills to help the character played by Sarah Drew, who is a divorced single mother in her cafe, and he also starts to rebuild a lighthouse that was very special to his wife. And while he's working on the lighthouse, he starts to speak to his deceased wife. So this is also based on a book, which I didn't, which I'm now interested in getting, and I'm curious to see is if are these just conversations he's having you know with himself and manifesting her or you know how they play off the ghost aspect you know of it so also something else that they've delved into a little bit before but not too much I don't I don't think and I'm also curious to how long ago she's passed away because I'm a little nitpicky like when they fall in love like three months later (laughs) which I don't I don't think it is um but they're looking to heal and struggling to rebuild the lives and to become a family once again. Now, Sam Page is from Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. He was born as Sam Elliott, but of course that name is already taken by uh, <laughs> a, a famous actor. He is he was in um, A Goodwin Christmas. He was actually in the one I watched last night, A Goodwin Christmas, Second Chance, First Love. Really adorable movie. Uh, he was in Christmas in Rome, a royal New Year's Eve. I know, right? The perfect Christmas present. So he's obviously been in, in a in a few of them. Um, 
fans of Switched at Birth will know him as Craig. And he was Connor on House of Cards in 2014. So he has a pretty, um, and he's also uh, Greg Harris on Mad Men. So he has a pretty, and lots of other stuff, he has a pretty diverse uh, background and is familiar to our Hallmark fans. Now, Grey's Anatomy fans will want to choose, choose Grey's Anatomy fans will want to tune in to see Jer- Sarah Drew, who is known to them as Dr. April Kepner. Yes, I love her. When I'm she so stopped, I quit watching the show because I liked her a lot. I'm so out of the loop, so I don't even remember if I know if I remember her character. Um, looks like she was on it in 2018. No, I wasn't watching it. Wasn't watching it then. Um, she was in, also in a movie called Christmas Pen Pals, which was a Walmart movie, I believe. Um, she was also on Mad Men. Hmm. That would be interesting. Yeah. And what else was she in? I don't see her in any other Christmas movies, but I could be wrong. And then the deceased wife is played by. Oh, and sorry, Sarah is from Stony Brook, Long Island, actually. Well, can I say something about the wife, the the girl who's playing the wife? Mm -hmm. I don't know if this woman's typecast or what, but I I remember her from Center Stage, but she played in several other movies where she's played dead wives who (laughs) kind of show up as, like, ghosts and, like, help their... um, their their ex-husband or boyfriend or whatever through the you know the whole thing and it's kind of creepy <laughs> yeah it is it is she was in project christmas wish i don't know if i know that one to be honest with you um she was also on suits 12 monkeys murder in the first so again, she has a Pretty Little Liars. She was Meredith on Pretty Little Liars. So she has a pretty strong fan base. Oh, she was on your show, One Tree Hill. Yeah, she. that was the one where she she actually played, you know, the guy, um, I can't remember his name, Evan, that's on Chesapeake Shores now? Yeah. She played his dead wife. Are you serious? So funny. Yes. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, she played his dead wife. And then she played in one show, I can't remember what show she was on, but she played a like a crazy stalker. Okay, maybe on One Tree Hill she was the crazy stalker. Mm-hmm. She's but, actually from Hawaii. I know we like to throw in where they're from. She's from Hawaii. That's neat. Yeah. I can't remember. Okay. She played another. Um... Shoot. That's funny. Yeah, that I'm she's, sure she's, she's very. She's very pretty. I also like that the two women don't look so much alike. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it is. A divorced woman, a divorced family, or a deceased one, the people resemble each other, and that kind of creeps me out. But this one, I think, is definitely going to be a tearjerker. It involves the children. I'm sure as he starts to grow feelings for the new woman, then his children, you know, there, there might be some issues with her, his children. There might be some issues with her child since, since she's, you know, she's divorced. I think it's going to cover a lot of topics. I'm getting a little bit of a, um, what was the movie? It was a Nicholas Sparks film. Um, Notebook? The blonde girl comes to the island to get away from her ex. And she Notebook? meets the guy. I, his, I can't remember what it was called. 
I don't know if I've really seen many Nicholas Fox movies. But anyways, the wife is the ghost. And she helps get the woman to, um, you know, with her ex-husband. But I'm getting that kind of a vibe. Definitely. I think she, her spirit will help him work through a lot of issues, especially since they were both, he was so close to death and she was the one that wound up dying. There's probably going to be some guilt. Like it should have been him. Why was it, you know, why did he recover and just to lose her? Yeah, it's, I I have a feeling I'm going to be crying on this one. Oh gosh, I know. Definitely going to be a tearjerker, I think. We'll have our tissues ready. So those are our previews. So now we're going to go into our first review. Mm-hmm. It's taking the reins. So good. It was very, very good. And I cannot remember who starred in it. Um, I meant to write it down. I meant to grab my paper from last time. Um, Can you pull it up? You want me to pull it up? I'm pulling it up now. Okay. Excuse my sniffling. It was her name? Nikki Nikki Deloche. Yeah, so good. And Scott Porter. Porter. Mm -hmm. My mom was actually, um, she called me the other day and she said, the person you're talking about, she had to tell me. My mom's favorite show was Friday Night Lights. Oh, good. She called me and she was like, I got to tell you, she was like, the movie you're getting ready to view next week. Because she listens. Yeah, I was <laughs> so, like the only person who listens to us, but she listens and. Uh, you know, wait, wait, let me stop for a second. Let me try to check. So many people have said to me, "Oh, I still have to listen, but I couldn't finish." I'm like, "Gee, thanks." Anyway. We have we have two hardcores for sure, because I know my dad and my mom both. They listen to it together. <laughs> Hi, mama and papa. <laughs> yeah. Um, she said. You're getting ready. It's going to be my favorite. He played on Friday Night Lights. So she called and she told me that. And I was like, I did not know that. And she's like, yeah, yeah. She was like, I just wanted to tell you that. But yeah, there are, um, I guess they would be our, uh, you know, weekly listeners. So hi, mom and dad. We love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, but anyways, Nikki Deloach, I want to say for one thing. That cup in the very mm-hmm. first scene, where can I get it? She was right. eating soup out of it. It was huge. Mm-hmm. I, I want it because I don't want I don't want to eat the coffee. I don't want to drink coffee out of it. I want it as a soup cup. <laughs> mm, that would be nice. Because I love it. But she played Sam and then Scott Porter played Luke. Mm-hmm. And they were high school sweethearts. <clears throat> I couldn't really remember. I think he broke up with her or she broke up with him. Couldn't really remember. So it was kind of. So from, I actually just rewatched parts of it today because it was on this morning, I think, or last night. But they were married young. They were married young. And 
she was having, I don't want to say, you know, I guess she was, she was a, she was a very good, she was a championship rider and he was a trainer and she was having some issues. And I guess there was, you know, some lack of communication and she felt that he didn't listen and that he was unsupportive and such. So she left because there's a, there's a moment where he said, he says to her, I wanted to call, but you had just left me a month before. Yeah, and I know that it took him forever to get around to why she quit writing. Um, so I guess she just kind of, I think she just kind of left, didn't she? Why she left the writing? Um, I think she started to, to struggle and she felt there was so much pressure from her father uh-huh. that she just, she wasn't enjoying it. It wasn't something that she wanted um, wanted to do anymore. This one I found very funny. Had several funny aspects. Um, it was serious when it needed to be, but there was some funny things. Um, I thought about it. Everyone avoiding telling her that he was working at the farm. Oh my gosh. As the trainer. Me. Nobody bothered to tell her. <laughs> and the sister was cracking me up. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was funny too. Um, she was she, she was really cute. That whole storyline where she thought the other guy was asking her out, and at the end he's gay. Yeah, I had a feeling. I I just had a feeling that was going to happen. I did not catch oh. that one. But may I ask the guy that she gets with in the end? I think she's much better fit for. Chauncey. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely, absolutely. I this this movie though definitely had a much more mature feel to it. Obviously, they were divorced, and she has to come to terms with why she stopped writing, why she left her husband, why she feels like her father doesn't, you know, support her, and, you know, feeling the pressure of, okay, she has to do this to help her father, you know, maximize how much he can get for the ranch. Um, or the property is right, now. He, so they want to sell it. They want to step back. Let's talk about the mother for a second. That woman is like goals for my next life. I want to always look that. I'm a hot mess. I always want to look that put together and have that a string of pearls around my neck. Oh yeah, that she's always on point. Whoever the wardrobe people were for this movie deserve their own Hallmark award because it was amazing. From the accessories to every single outfit on everybody was stunning. Now, Twitter was constantly going berserk because this is Hallmark, right? We, right. Usually, get a kiss, we usually get a kiss at the end. Yeah, Raven Wait, wrote it down. Way more kissing in this episode. Three, three, three whole kisses. Like, way like, more. Real kisses too. Yeah, yeah, like in the middle, you know, and like randomly, we were like, what is this? This is like porn for Hallmark. This is a lot. Yeah. Everybody, everybody on Twitter was freaking was was freaking out. But it was very well done. It was very well very well paced. And while she was aggravated um that they didn't tell her and it took her a little bit to adjust, they still they still were supportive of each other. She knew he was the best the best trainer out there, the best one to take on on the job. 
And he really, you know, he really helped her open up about a lot of things. And how cute was it with the baker, though? When she, when she said to her, everybody but you knows he's still in love with you. Yeah, I thought that was sweet. And she, I, I, I really felt, at first, I was like, that's pretty crappy. She didn't tell her that they were dating. Like, but then, like, she kind of redeemed herself in the end because she, like, gave up, you know. She just kind of, you know, walked away graciously. And, you know, she knew she didn't have a chance because he was obviously still in love with Sam. Um. So, I mean, she didn't really have a chance. And then she, she, you know, owned that bakery, was dating him. And then the, the kiss under the tree, that part I liked a lot. It was cute. Yeah, that was, that was really cute. The whole, the whole conversation of, do you love me? Yes. Do you still love me? And then she was like, it was never a matter of not loving you. I thought it was just very honest. And I think there's a lot of couples out there where it's just a matter of communication. You know, they don't, they're young or even older and they don't know what happened was they were so young. Mm -hmm. You know, as you get older, you realize that no relationship's perfect. Every relationship has faults. But what makes the difference is the willingness to work through whatever, because you do love each other. Exactly. And I think when you're that young that they were when they first got married, they didn't have that. Um, they didn't have that. We, you know, we're going to work out. We love each other and we want to be together. And, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And, right. you know, I never really, I guess that's probably where it kind of went astray. But, I mean, I felt like they were, they were, you know, you could obviously tell both of them still loved each other. Right. Exactly. And did you catch at the end how the mother, it was implied the mother set the whole thing up? Yeah, I think they kind of both did. They knew she was going to come back. And yeah, right. she is the best trainer, but still. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, they, they were definitely both involved. I, I was kind of funny because I kept, I kept wondering if the doctor was in on it too and he wasn't really hurt. Oh, where he hurt his, his, um, mm-hmm. was his wrist? Yes. And he no, couldn't hold the But I guess he really did get hurt. I know, but I like my theory better. Let's see, I guess that she quit. Let's see, right here is where I wrote it down. Finally, I found mm-hmm. it. Where she quit, mm-hmm. she quit writing because the winning became more important than the actual, um, enjoyment enjoyment of the writing and and competing and how beautiful was that horse oh my god stunning but how bad were the body doubles yeah you could obviously tell it was not her on the horse walk we love you but you gotta do better you could do better pull away you know something i mean even when corbin burson Burnson, Corbin, of a love Corbin now, was supposed to be writing. Obviously, we know it's not him, right? But, excuse me, Hallmark, we love you. That's why we're talking about you. We love you. But you have billions of dollars. Millions, at least. You can do a little bit. And enough with the beach waves. Everybody, <laughs> still. Sorry. 
but uh, it was it was beautifully done in a lot of ways it was very light it it had a very good um the scenery was 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 some of the best and everything was just lit really well does that make sense yeah good screen lighting and I think uh, that one of the funnier parts was the argument at the dinner table and that's where I kind of got that they the parents were trying to get them back <laughs> together because I mean regardless of whether he was her he was the trainer or not there's no way that even you know two parents would you know invite the ex-son-in-law right so i was like this is is a setup and how cute was it that they named their couch and he kept it oh yeah it was super sweet it really was cute it really was cute now i need the sister and chauncey (laughs) <laughs> yes, we need a little side story there. We need, we need a little something. I wish she would met him more towards the middle, but I guess the whole point was her concentrating on Matt the entire time and then finding out, you know, that he had a partner. Right. <laughs> and then um, I just thought that was really funny because it was kind of like, oh. She, she got over it real quick, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like That's- that. Have you ever seen the music video to Call Me Maybe? Have you ever heard that song? Yeah, cool. Kind of the same thing. Like she's like trying to get his attention, washing the car and stuff. And then at the end of the film, she goes to ask for his number, and he's, you know, mm-hmm. he wants her friend because <laughs> he's, you know, right. Yeah, it was hilarious. What I would you? Boss. Oh gosh, wasn't she stunning? She was, and she told her, you know, you write with your head. Mm-hmm. You need to write with your heart. Oh gosh, when she said when she was trying to dial up empathy, I howled. I was dying. She's like real quiet and she says to her, What's going on? She's like, I'm trying to, you know, pull up some empathy for you. I'm like, oh that's cold. And then and then she shows up at the end to support her. And I thought that was sweet. Yeah. She also door. did not change her job. Mm-hmm. You know. Um Yes. But they kept the ranch and gave it promoted. Um, well, I can't think of his name because I'm stupid and a bad podcaster. The um, job to run it along with the sister, which was great. I kind of liked how they were like asking, you know, they were going to tell Luke they were going to promote him to, you know, thing, and she thinks it's her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we don't mean you. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, we can do this, do this without you. And then just one more thing that I had was the blue suit on Luke. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. And also that the um there was a little bit of extra story in there about a father daughter kind of trying to learn um to show love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do. Um he kept all those communicate yeah communicate. and he communicate. kept all those magazines for of you know was, okay. yeah what would you rate it what would you rate it um i liked it i'm probably going to rate it a little i think i go a little high sometimes mm-hmm. um so i'm going to go about a six and a half maybe. really that low yeah cuz i mean i liked it i really did but um, I think I like the 
I liked it. Maybe I should go a little bit higher. Maybe I should go. No, 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 no. Go with your gut. Be honest. No, no, go well, with your gut. I was about a seven. Like, it didn't, like, wow me. Like, the one last episode, um, I think it was two episodes ago, actually, that we did with the wine and the psalm. I can't remember what it was. Raise a glass to love. That one, it blew me away. The ending was like, oh, my God. I love that. I honestly thought they weren't going to get together. I really yeah. did. I was like, oh, my God, I, they're not going to get together. I love that movie. Yeah, love that, that would one. be one I would watch again. This one, mm-hmm. I liked it. It was good. I would probably watch it again if it was on. But, I mean, I didn't, like, absolutely love it. Right. It's, I liked, I didn't mean to interrupt on I liked the maturity of it. I liked that it was a little different than your standard ones that we get um, all the time. I'm a little bit higher than you with the seven and a half. We're kind of close. Kind of close yeah, there. Kind of close. We're kind of close. All right. So then we're going to go into the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Rise and Shine, Benedict Stone. Now, this is another one um, based, of their, based on a book series. And Benedict, this is a story about Benedict Stone and his wife, Amelia, who was separated after 10 years when they're trying for a baby is unsuccessful and puts a lot of strain on their marriage. However, it's also the story of Benedict who is estranged from his family. He has a younger brother, Charlie. Um, their parents died, to be honest with you. I kept missing how they died, I think in an accident or such. And they were jewelers. They were, what would you, they were, they worked with gemstones. Um, and they traveled for them. This one as well had a lot of beautiful scenery. Um, yes. I was really tired and not feeling well the first, when it aired. So I was watching it and I'm like, I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. Not because it was boring, but then I just, I just wasn't feeling well. So I watched it bits and pieces and I liked it. I watched it straight through today for the first time. And I really, I really enjoyed it. It's not flawless. It's, it's a beautiful movie. It's very, very well done. And I have the book, which I skim through, and it keeps pretty much to the book from, from what I could tell. Um, so Gemma is Benedict's teenage niece who appears one stormy night at his door. Under mysterious circumstances, she claims she her phone was stolen, She claimed, and this, that, and the other thing. And he's very surprised because he hasn't spoken to Charlie in... Years, like years. It, she's supposed to be what, sixteen? Yeah, so, she's sixteen or seventeen. And he, Charlie, left when he was eighteen. So let's roughly say between eighteen and you know twenty years. Give it, you know, he has to meet his first wife and get married and have the kids. So let's say about twenty years. Okay. Um. So she appears and he, like, just lets this teenage girl walk in and like be like, okay, you're my niece. And so she's a bit shady and he knows it, but. There's something about her that he just takes her at his word. Every information she gives him to try to contact the father is really her. Um, you know, the email and whatnot. It takes him a long time. Charlie, she is Charlie, you know, eventually responds. So Gemma has run away from home because we learn we learn later that her father, her mother is remarried and travels all over with someone and has no time for her, really. She sees her once a year. And that her father is remarried and the second wife is expecting twins and she feels like she doesn't fit in. So right. she shows up. She shows up and to meet her Uncle Benedict, who she calls Uncle B. 
and he's at uncle uncle benedict and amelia have separated and he's trying to win her back so when this movie first started i was like ugh, amelia just wants him to change and doesn't you know i had this like preconceived notion like oh she just wants him to change she's not good you know good enough or whatever but no that's that's not true he it, we learn that the struggles have just become too much and Amelia feels that his focus is that he'll never be happy unless you know they have a child um even you know through adoption and she's just not sure that's what she wants anymore the cute part of this one cute part of this movie before I finally shut up is that their stores where she's working in the floor her cousin's floor shop is right across from his jewel store so they can constantly spy on each other yes they do they spy on <laughs> each other a lot so before I toss it over to you, let me just say that Benedict is played by Tom Everett Scott. Amelia is played by Mia Maestro. And Gemma is played by Ella Ballantine. Tom Everett Scott, we will pop, people may know him from lots of stuff. Because he's in yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. He's been on a lot of TV shows. Yeah, 13 oh. Reasons Why, The Healing Powers of Dude elementary uh scream the tv series rain z nation like ten thousand things and yeah. mia 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 she's not been in a whole lot she hasn't been in a whole lot right she's a beautiful woman what a lovely actress she's from boy that's at it um is susan mayans uh nashville scandal so she's in some, she was in some really pretty well-known things, um, none of which I ever, I ever watched. She was an alias for a while. And then Gemma. Gemma's the one that's not been in very many things. I wasn't thinking, I was thinking about her. Mm. The yeah, girl I who got plays Gemma. She is from Toronto. She, she actually played Anne Shirley in TV series, in movie series. That I never heard of. Anna Green Gables, The Good Stars, and Anna Green Gables, Fire and Dew. I've never heard of them, and I'm a big Anne fan. She was also in Rain, but minor part. Time Trevor, some random things here and there. She's a relatively new actress. She was adorable. There was something about her character, though, that I don't know, it was her voice, that at times it was a little off putting. So now that I've stole this, and I told you the whole thing in the movie was about, what you think? <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, actually, I wrote it down. The parents drowned on that trip. Um, they went to a trip to get the to get gemstones. That's how they would get the stones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they drowned, and then um, that left Benedict to raise Charlie. And I totally get being mad that he used the insurance money to pay off the house and the shop, but in mm-hmm. a way, I kind of get why Ben Ben did it. Right. Like he was just trying to take care of his brother and he probably didn't right. know what else to do. And he was thinking if he pays the house off in the shop, they'll always have a place to live and they'll always have a place to work. Right. You know, he didn't know that he was going to do something else. I mean, I don't know that if I'd have been Benedict, I would have done anything different. I probably would have done the same thing. Right. Because, we don't know. We don't know yeah. unless you're in that situation. But yeah. Charlie, Charlie's character, the way he was portrayed, was definitely the weakest link in the movie. You get that he's be he's still angry and everything, but you just hated him. Yeah, I didn't really didn't like him a whole lot. Um, I kind of was very kind of almost angry with him. Yeah. Because you know Benedict pretty much gave up his entire life to take care of Charlie because he was what eighteen at the time, nineteen mm-hmm. at the time. And, you know, it's like he's almost ungrateful 
Like, I understand he thinks that he stole his money, but it's not like he stole his money. He still had the rights to the part of the property, and he still had rights to part of the store. It's not right. like he his money was completely gone, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, there's probably more in the book, which I'll be interested in, in, in finding out, because I kind of glossed over that whole thing. And yeah. throughout, the, throughout the movie, Gemma helped her uncle open up and realize what was important in life. And kind of move from the past. She encouraged him to go back to designing um, the jewelry. Jewelry. Sorry, my dog was doing something stupid. Designing jewelry and freshening up the house and the store and helping him open up to Amelia. How beautiful was the tree with all the stones? I want that tree. Was that? They had all kinds of beautiful things in this movie. The whip and willow with all the stones. Then you have the art. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I don't know who did it, but they need props for that because it was absolutely gorgeous. And then you had um, the necklace that he made her and gave her at the end. Yes, that was, was beautiful. beautiful. I love the drop at the back. I love when the necklaces have like those teardrops or drops at the back mm-hmm. where the clasp is. I love that. It was so beautiful. The scenery, you know, was stunning. The the characters, the um, <coughs> excuse me, the supporting cast, I thought was very natural. I think the whole cast was what you were saying earlier. Everybody was just kind of, Gemma's voice kind of like irritated me at times. That's just me. Um, and I and I liked everybody natural. except for Charlie. Oh. Yes, I loved it. That's what I'm saying. Everybody just kind of like was natural, like somebody, you know, a good friend, you know, everybody just seemed to fit and flow together. And the two, the two brothers, I'm like, okay, those are hallmarks next, <laughs> next stars, the two young boys. Yeah, that, I love the two boys. That's probably one cute. of my favorite part. And yeah. uh, his two friends. Oh, one of them was the, the, the two that fished all the time, but then the other one owned the restaurant, and he was the father of the two boys. Yes. And I mean, I really loved it. It was really, really... Wait, I don't know the whole... where it was set, but it felt like a very Seattle-ish, but it probably wasn't. It was probably more than no, was... England. No, it was Seattle. She was Austin, okay. It yeah. felt very yeah. wa- Washington State, is what I was... Yeah. What would you rate it? Um, a nine. I, I would agree with you. I'd give it a nine. Um, I think it would have been a little bit. The the ending was kind of rushed. Otherwise, yes. I would have given it a ten because it was one of their best movies in a very long time. I think it it adapted the book very well. Um, and I'm gonna be mean and say this, and it's probably not a good thing. It would have been a ten for me had and and i'm going to be awful and probably people are going to hate me charlie your parents your parents are going to hate you no no. people are going to if Gemma had stayed with benedict and amelia and there was like because i did not like charlie at all charlie kind of ruined it for me Mm -hmm. yeah there's probably a lot in the book that they cut out but i think that you know understandably for time and 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 whatnot but the whole charlie thing just fell fell flat because he was just you know kind of over over the top and 
over harsh. Like, come back, yeah. be bitter. You know, be bitter. We get it. But it's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. yeah, it's you been know? like he, how many years? <laughs> how cute though was the renewal vows? Those were so sweet. It was so very sweet. I love it. Yeah, this is probably my this this is definitely one of my favorite ones in, in a long time. So well well deserved. Yes. All right. Are you ready to get into our top, top ten? ten or like our top five? I guess you would say it's ten yeah. movies total. We're, we're still working out the kinks of our top tens, but this yeah. week, Amber, a very good idea um, to do our top ten movies, favorite movies of all time. So we each picked five. We probably each could have picked ten. Um, Probably. <laughs> so really you get into top five lists because these aren't ranked in any particular Bonar. <laughs> in particular order. I have my favorite and my least, but I still love them all. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. Did you want me to start first? I don't remember yes. what we did. I went first last time, so you get to go first this time. Okay, let me make sure I have my tabs open in the right order. I did that while we were speaking, so I probably do. Okay, so my number five, I didn't. My number five was Elevated Girl. It's a Lacey Chabay and Ryan Merriman in a modern Cinderella-esque where a young successful lawyer panics when he finds that he has fallen for a working class girl. So Lacey, of course, is the queen of Hallmark Ryan plays, she's known as Liberty Taylor in the movie. Ryan plays Jonathan McIntyre. And its successful Boston lawyer is a fatherless workaholic who only dates girls recommended as career boosts by his colleague and buddy Nick. Um, at a festive inauguration as the law firm Jungus Full Partner, he meets Liberty in the elevator and she's the caterer. So, encouraged by his secretary, Rosemary, they date and start falling in love. As Nick predicted, her lack of ambition and social skills prove a rather big obstacle for his future. So, he sounds like an obnoxious creep, right? <laughs> but he doesn't, it's not really played, you know, played that well. And obviously, they get together in the end. So, but the Boston setting um, and how, you know, sweet she is and how like, she doesn't, cave she doesn't you know run off and in tears every um five seconds it was just a beautifully it's actually if on imdb it has an eight out of ten so that's like really good it's very sweet it's very romantic i have not seen it, it sounds like something it's, that i need to watch you, if you can find it it's it's really good it's it's really really good the setting everything and then, yeah, I definitely need to watch that one. And what's really funny is your number five is Lacey Chabert. Chabert. My number five is Lacey, too. Really? Yeah. Which um, one really? My number five is The Royal Christmas, and it's a 2014 Christmas movie. And it stars Lacey Chabert, mm -hmm. who plays Emily, and Stephen Hagen, who plays Leopold, and Jane Seymour, who plays his mother. And of course, it is a you know, about a uh, 
she's a seamstress that works at her dad's store and she meets this man and uh, they fall in love and come to find out yes. he's a prince. Yes, I remember this one. And like I told you, I am a sucker for a prince or a princess plot, secret prince plot. Mm-hmm. Um, my hallmark, you know, little heart and my Harlequin presents romances. <laughs> so, um, basically what happens is he finally tells her and he wants to marry her. And, um, of course the queen, Jane Seymour, uh, his mother does not approve. And, uh, if you get a chance to see it, it's really, really good. Um, of course we all know who Lacey is. She's the Hallmark queen. And then you've got Kevin, or Stephen Hagen, who plays Leopold, and I could not really find anything that I really recognized him in him. He's done a few, you know, movies, but he's got that lovely British accent. And then mm-hmm. Jane Seymour, of course, played Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, so just about everybody probably knows who she is. But um, she comes in, and the mom kind of tries to uh, pretty much run Emily off. Um, she brings in the ex-girlfriend. She brings, you know, you know, tries to prove that, you know, Emily's not world <laughs> material, of course. But then in the end, she changes her mind. But if you ever get a chance to see it, definitely watch it. But it's right after my own heart. <laughs> and that will bring I us to that. number four. Wait, let me, I'm sorry, let me just say this one. I love Jane Seymour. I love her in that one because I love, she's like so wicked. You know, but like in a whole mocky, you know. Yeah, it's like the evil stepmother type way. That's that's one of the royal ones that I really, really like. So my number four actually does not have a good rating on IMDb. But many, 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 many people say that it's one of the most beautifully shot and very well done, excuse me, um, Hallmark movies. And it's Home by Spring. Now, Home by Spring stars... Poppy Drayton as Loretta and Stephen Armour Queen as Wayne. And Wayne is your I hate liars, you know, type of person. Well, he well, he's Paul in in the movie. And I believe, hold on, I just screwed that up. Nope, he's Wayne. I have my people messed up. Scott Bailey is is Paul, so I apologize for that. Um, so it's Poppy and Scott Bailey. So she is an ambitious ambitious event planner who gets an opportunity she can't refuse and she goes undercover as her own boss and returns to her rural hometown she basically she pretends that she's running the show when she's not and with the help of her family and the man she left behind she pulls off the perfect um spring retreat and it's one of those ones that i do make fun of where she finds out that you know she's better off in her hometown than the big than the big city um but this was in 2018 and it was part of the spring fever lineup which replaced the spring fling um term that they used before so it was just really it was really cute i mean they had a couple of twists and turns that you're like "Eh, really but everybody just acted in it so well and were believable in their parts i have not seen that one yeah it's really cute it's really cute in my opinion and IMDb people hated it, but what do they know? Uh, you can't go by that stuff. I know. And we're on what, number four? Mm-hmm. Okay, my number four is Christmas at Graceland. 
2018 Christmas movie. I have several Christmas movies on this one. I think four out of my five were Christmas movies. Um, I think a lot of this one has to do with the fact that I love Graceland so much. Um, yes. I've been there. Um, I think I had been there when this movie came out. Like, I'd already been there. My husband took me. It was, like, the one of the major trips that I've ever had in my life. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I was a, I'm a huge Elvis fan. Um, it's got Elvis. Priscilla plays a small part in it, which, you know, anything. But um, it's Christmas at Graceland. It stars Kelly Pickler and Wes Brown, who mm-hmm. plays Clay. And uh, Laurel is who Kelly plays. Um, Wes, if you probably don't know, if you probably know who he is, but if you don't, he was in Sweet Pecan Summer and A Nashville Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly's been in several Mistletoe Secret. Um, she's been was in Wedding to Graceland, which was the follow up to this one. But basically, Laurel plays a Chicago-based executive who travels to Memphis to close a deal um, mm-hmm. for a bank. And when she's in town, she bumps into her old flame, Clay, a local m- business pr- mu- music promoter. Though Laurel tries to stay focused on work, she gets back to the old days when they're performing duo on the brink of stardom. And Laura finds herself drawn to the city of blues and Clay. And she dreams of making music once again. Now, she does one of those she quits her job and goes to work at the local right. bank and stays in memphis but it didn't really have that memphis is a pretty big town so it wasn't really like the small town you know i mean it's it's considerably smaller than chicago but i mean it still has that large town you know city feel to right. it so but it was about a girl going home deciding to stay home I was trying to see what the rating was on IMDb. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't think so. You have to watch it because you're like a huge Elvis fan too. It got a really bad rating on IMDb. It got a 5.8 out That's a circle. I saw the other Graceland, but I don't, there was another Graceland one, wasn't there? Yeah, it's Wedding at Graceland. It's the follow-up. I, I saw the follow-up one. I never saw the original. I, I saw bits and pieces of the original. I like them both. I mean, it's at Graceland. I'm going to watch it. I don't care. I don't care what it, you know, it stinks. <laughs> but I, I'm going to watch it. No, I thought they were really cute. I thought she was adorable in it. I don't know why it's rated so low. People really like those. Yeah, so it's pretty good. I am DP Bill are just a bunch of jerk faces. And then that brings us to your number three. Okay, so my three and two are kind of interchangeable, so kind of a tie in, in a lot of ways. Um, but I put at number three the Christmas train, which is from 2017 and stars Dermot Mulroney, Kimberly Williams Paisley, Danny Glover, Joan Cusack, had a really great cast, Holly, um, Alyssa, and Dermot plays a writer who takes a day trip on a train hoping to get ideas for a book that he's writing in the memory of his father. His true love, Kimberly, happens to be on the train writing a script and they bond with different people along the way. It's it's obvious the two are still in love. Holly plays the woman that he's currently with, but, you know, they break up by the end of the the trip. So um, Dermot and Kimberly were, I believe, war correspondents and they were together for quite some time. But then they, um, 
had a parting of the ways, but never really over each other, of course, because it's, it's Hallmark. And they actually solve a bit of a mystery on the train. If I remember the details correctly, somebody is having... Um, I think I remember watching this one. ...being stolen. And they yeah. kind of... They kind of they kind of figure it out, and I have this on my list. If you're thinking, well, she doesn't know what the plot is, because suddenly in my brain, I'm remembering a book that I just read that had a similar plot, and I'm trying not to <laughs> um, confuse confuse the two. I just really enjoyed this one. Was probably on movies and mysteries. Um, yeah, Scott William. It had Kimberly Williams Paisley in it too. Yeah, I, maybe I didn't. I thought I saw. Oh, that. and Joan Cusack. This is like yeah, Danny Glover. Did you you were just listening to me when I said that? I missed that part. I didn't see the joke. I missed that part. Sorry, it, I was looking it up. It has a six out of a ten on IMDB. Um it's more of a drama romance. Um people are like, oh, it's not really a Christmas movie, but it's set around that time. It's a four day it's a four day trip, four day, three thousand mile trip. Um a train trip. I think that would be right. Yeah. And all the all the cabins have, you know, beds and desks. And it's Joan Cusack, who I think is the thief. If I'm yeah. And there's all these like crazy characters and, and such. And the Holly Max Powers is played by Danny Glover. He's actually a Hollywood director. <coughs> Excuse me, he's actually the one that facilitates the two of them <laughs> getting back together. Um but it's it's really cute. It's it's very it's very enjoyable. It's it's different. It's, everybody's just such everybody in it's just such a good such it's such just it's just such a think, really good cast. I can't really remember the plot, but I remember I did like the movie quite a bit. Mm-hmm. All right, we ready to go on to number threes? Yeah. Okay, my number three is an older movie. Um, it's not. Yeah, real old, but I think this was before the time that there was even a Hallmark channel. I don't know when there was a Hallmark channel, but this one was from 2005, and it was called The Magic of Ordinary Days, and it was about a girl named Livy, who's played by Carrie Russell, of course, we all know from Felicity. I just saw this one for the first time. And then Skeet Aldridge, who, of course, played in Scream. That's where I know him from. Um, he played Ray, and basically it was about a girl who became pregnant. She kind of got, um, I would say, lied to by a professor. Um, I think sometimes, of course, we know men sometimes use their <laughs> to kind of influence her, and she ends up pregnant. And this was set back in World War II, so that was a big no-no. <laughs> Um, So basically her father wants to pretty much disown her and she's a very educated woman. Um, They had money. Um, So he pressures her into marrying a, doing an arranged marriage with a lonely farmer. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course Ray plays the farmer, but it's not really like, it's just like the wording of the movie. It's just two people slowly falling in love over Mm -hmm ordinary activities and you know her learning how to cook because she had no idea how to cook for him um just little things that you know happen it is very old style woman house man works in the field but I mean it's just I still love it I just love it and at the end you know it has a great ending and um so it's I, I struggled to not put it higher 
but I didn't really want to put it too high because it was such an older story. Um, you know, it's not very, it doesn't really hold up to today's standards, but I still love it. And it still gets I me every time. <laughs> I saw this for the first time about a month ago. I don't know. I think it was on during the day and I, I had it on. It was just so beautiful. And she befriends the, the, um, the Asian women and is trying to help people and everything. She's just, you know, such a, she's just such a good person and she doesn't want to, you know, hurt him, even though she does a little bit at, um, at, at one point, but yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautifully done. And actually, believe it or not, I got a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, which really surprised yeah, me. I would, yeah, I'd be a little higher in, in, in my book. It was, that's, there was at one time, and we'll get to it with, with, with one of mine, there wasn't a Hallmark channel per se, but they had like Hallmark Presents. It was the Hall of Fame. The Hallmark Hall of Fame. And yeah. then they used to be like on CBS or something like that. Like, they like were big, on Sunday nights. Yes, yes. They were, they were, big, they were big productions. And then what's your number three? Okay. So, no, two. Oh, you're number two. No, you haven't done your number three. I didn't? No, I did three movies. Oh, you did? Okay. So we're on number two. Yeah, okay. So this one is just a favorite of mine. I love it. And it's getting a sequel this year. It's it's in no you know it's in no way. I love this movie. It's in no way like one of their top movies ever, but it is a fan favorite, and it's just really delightful acting, and it is the Nine Lives of Christmas, which we're all so excited that we're getting the Nine Kittens of Christmas, um, this year. So it of course stars Kimberly Sustad as as Marilee, Brandon Roth as Zachary, and as Gregory Harrison and Chelsea Hobbs and a whole bunch of other wonderful wonderful people and of course it's as the christmas holiday draws near uh veterinarian veterinary student and a stray cat challenge a fireman's commitment to live life as a bachelor so sorry i dropped one of my earbuds so she ends up moving in with him correct yes yes she ends up moving in with him and you know they of course, it has your classic misunderstanding yeah. at some point. Um, but they're so adorable together. They're so natural um, they together. Are, and I want to know I what think, happens that there's another I movie. Think, I think she falls first. Yes. She falls for him first. Because he's and, got a girlfriend. Because he's got a girlfriend who, of course, is a witch. But then, the and she actually, the witchy girlfriend actually gets merrily fired from her from her job at the pet store because the girlfriend's father owns the pet store so she's mean we don't we don't like her but the the greatest the greatest scene you know what i'm gonna say right the greatest scene is when he runs out and kisses her under the mistletoe oh yeah right is that that part that was just so cute and then of course at the end there's the grand gesture when they 
when they get when they get together. But it's just this is a fan favorite. People love love. I mean, people. I love Brandon Brandon Roth. He was Superman. He was on Legends of Tomorrow. He's just he's just such a natural actor in, in my opinion. He doesn't get enough enough respect as a Superman. And I'm secretly hoping like he was a Superman T-shirt in in this movie. Um, yeah, I like that movie a lot. They, they did it in the they did it in the um they did it in the first one. There was a lot of little clues and little like one you know play on words that imply that he was Superman. So I'm hoping they. Continue that. Yeah, it was really captivating. It actually has a nine out of ten on IMDb. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I can see it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's. I think the animal characters helped as well. It's actually based on a short novel, which I did not know. I'm just saying that here. I don't know how many um, Hallmark movies Kimberly's done, but I wish I would see her more. They're just so likable that you want them together from the get-go. Yes. Yes, I agree. And the cat, the pets aren't just there to be pets. They actually have an integral role in the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's like my top Christmas movie of all time. Well, my number two, my last two are Christmas movies, but <laughs> my number two is kind of a tearjerker. Mm-hmm. It's called Christmas with Holly. It was 2012 kind of an older one um it's actually set it actually there's a book I actually read the book before I watched the movie um it was was really good um but it stars Eloise Mumford Mm -hmm. um, who plays Maggie and she actually played in Chicago Fire she also played Kate Kate Cavanaugh in in the 50 Shades of Grey trilogy Um, I interrupt you to say that I'm so (laughs) mad I didn't pick this movie um and then Sean Shane Ferris, who's from Pretty Little Liars and a Veterans Christmas, he plays Mark. And basically, mm-hmm. it's about a little girl and her uncle. Um, and basically, what it is is the little girl's uh, mother died, and the uncle, the younger uncle, there's three uncles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the younger one becomes the sole care, you know, caretaker for the the child, and she does not talk after right. her mother dies at all. And um, they go to into a toy store and she meets Holly. And it's just it's just a it's heart, you know, it gets to your heart. And it's this them learning, you know, her learning how to deal with the grief. And the three brothers are hilarious. And they're like little um, the way they play off each other. They're each different. And um, I, I've just it's really if you if you get a chance to see it and you got to watch it. <clears throat> uh, I love that one. I love that one. I'm so mad that I forgot it for my list. But excuse me, when sorry, when she gives her um the fairy house. Oh when she yeah. Brings, right. How Maggie brings it to her. How adorable is that? And the brothers have their like you know moments that they don't want to be with each other. They think that other two kind of feel like at times that it's, you know, too much with Holly. Um, but of course they, they love their niece and they start to put her um, first. And the moment when she speaks and how excited they are, like, it's just so yeah. real. 
it just you feel it you really feel it and of course it has a misunderstanding but that I actually like that misunderstanding where he thought that she didn't like want kids in her her life or or whatever and then she realizes that and she you know corrects it but it was just a beautiful movie it is a tearjerker it is a beautiful and the brothers are um really good together very natural almost like they're actually really and then they have the whole fight over trying to get her to say who's who which uncle's her favorite right and she chooses the younger one yeah and because the and then later on she's like because it's the the guardian is, is more basically like her dad it's so sweet she's such a she was well she's older now obviously but the actress who played holly um Josie Galena she was adorable she was so good yeah she's actually like I I love the uh, unlike most people I love the 50 shades of gray trilogy I like the books um she was actually like one of my favorite characters and I feel like she played her character the most accurate with the books mm-hmm. um so I mean she's a really good actress <clears throat> but IMDB even gave it a 7 out of 10 so I mean it's pretty good That brings me to my number one, which is the legendary Sarah Plain and Tall. And I am a sucker for those movies as well. I like those movies as well. Glenn Close, Christopher Walken, Lexi Randall, Christopher Bell, John Gervais. So it's 1910, a Kansas widowed farmer. Jacob, played by Christopher Walking, is having a hard time raising his children and running his farm. I'm just reading this, obviously. Without the help of a wife, he puts an ad in the paper for a bride to help him and gets a response from a woman named Sarah, who only describes herself as plain and tall. Sarah travels to the farm for a one-month trial period, but finds Jacob's stubborn attitude and his daughter's views of her as a replacement mother difficult to bear. I I remember watching this movie when it first came out in 1991 and I've loved and there's two more this uh Skylock and what's the other one was Sarah Plain and Tall Sarah Plain and Tall Skylock and then there's a there's a third one whose name wants to just not come in my head but anyway so it was, I mean, it's Glenn Close and Christopher Walken, and she's, you know, proud, you know, independent. She does, you know, try, she has a lot to learn about the land and everything like that. And the daughter, of course, she's like, you know, we don't need you, you're not my mother, but she grows to to love her. And then, of course, she becomes friends with everybody. There's a, you know, the, the fire and and everything. But it's just so beautiful this all the stories in it all the lessons it's 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 legendary i love them i actually really mad if i just deleted them off my my dvr i've had them on there for months um you can't get nothing better than those you know constantly constantly watch them every time every time they're on it she's um a male little bride which is what i was going to say about the one with um Carrie Russell. My mother and yeah. I always loved to read um, male little bride books. They weren't not the slutty ones, people, not the slutty ones, but like you know, 
it was certain times, you know, the, that was what people did in the West and turn well, the there's century. some cultures now who still do it. Still do it. The yeah. Indian culture is still very popular and very common. And you, Even living in the U.S., they, they have arranged yeah. marriages. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. And it yeah. goes back to the all thing. You can love, you know, love. It's, it's wanting to stay together and, and loving each other and working through things. And, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a arranged marriage plot. <laughs> Yeah, this and this is, and it's not that so mature, you know. It's not like, and it's, and in so many ways, it's very wholesome. And so you watch them fall in love, and then of course she decides to leave, and he, of course, he goes after her, <laughs> and everything. And the little boy, and it's so adorable. He he takes to Sarah right away, and Sarah helps Jacob realize that you know the daughter needs to be a young girl, you know, as <laughs> as well. It's my all-time, all-time favorite. All right. Uh, I like it, too. It's pretty good. And then I guess it comes to my last number one. And this one, the first time I watched it, I think I went through a box of tissues. It's probably the most I've cried. It's just a really good movie. It's called Christmas Magic. And it's from 2011. And it stars Lindy Booth, who plays Carrie. She I don't know, she's played in several lots of different Hallmark movies, but she was also in The Librarians. And mm-hmm. then Paul Mac- McGillan, um, his plays Scott. I don't really know. He was just in a lot of different TV movies. Um, there's not really anything that you would know him from. Um, hmm. But after a terrible accident, Carrie must earn her wings in heaven as a guardian angel to Scott and his daughter, Abby but she might lose her wings when she falls in love with Scott. So basically it's about a girl who's a party planner and Mm. she's all about the flashy cars and the flashy clothes and the flashy whatever. And she gets in the car accident and she wakes up in what I would say is central park at a, at like a uh, fountain. Mm. And there's a man there to meet her. And he explains that she, you know, she's getting her one last chance to get her wings Um, Because she hasn't lived the best life. And uh, she's got to help this guy and his daughter because they're losing losing their faith. And um, he owns a restaurant. And she kind of just shows up and tries to help him make something of this restaurant. And she helps him a lot. And she brings him and the daughter out of their mourning for his wife. And Mm -hmm. um, it's just... And then you see her, she slowly, slowly starts falling in love with, you know, the girl and the the boy. And, uh, you know, this entire time, you're thinking that she's, you know, she's not got much time left. And uh, spoilers, (laughs) because I have to just say it, because it is, you find out in the end, she is not dead. She is in a coma. And um, they finally figure out Scott and the daughter finally figure out towards the end that she is an that she's because the daughter kept trying to tell her dad that she's an angel and so finally he grabs everything and he goes to her and he says Abby when you met she was an angel what did you mean did you mean she was just a really nice person or was she an angel and she said no daddy she's an angel she has wings and they run to the hospital and they're sitting there and he's playing her the song he wrote for her and you don't think she's gonna wake up and I'm telling you, I've probably bawled more than anything in my entire life. Like, I was so 
moved by this whole movie and um it's just very overwhelming um but it's by far my favorite I try to catch it every time it's on um I don't know if you've ever seen it but you need to like see if you can find it it was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries I've seen I'm wondering if I missed the end I saw one I just looked up the cast I, I love the librarians so I'm a big fan of this I know she is and the guy who played um her mentor was on um Doc with uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. He was actually in Good Week movie I watched yesterday. But there was one with a similar theme where she had to like earn her wings. But it was a Christmas yeah, it was a Christmas movie. She had to earn her wings and she ended up staying. She ended up being given a second chance. So um, but I don't think I don't think it was that one. That one sounds so amazing. I think I, I know what one you're talking about. The one you're talking about is an older, even older one than that. Um, yeah. It's got the guy from Will and Grace in it, and it's got yes. the girl who plays yes. Charlotte from Sex and the City. God, you really are good at this. I don't <laughs> I can't tell yeah. you their names, but I can tell you what shows they've been yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yes, it had a very, very similar plot. Yeah, that's the one thing about. I have to look for this one. I definitely will look for this one. I that mean, like, is- I was like in tears, bawling, like, you know, I mean, this is like, but you know, it leaves you feeling good. And there's a twist that I did not talk about, and you find that out towards the end. Um, so, um, if you get a chance to watch it, I definitely recommend it. Out of everyone on my list, the two that I would, well, the three that I would say you need to watch is The Magic of Ordinary Days, Christmas Magic, and Christmas with Ollie. And those are the three that I would really say, if you are a Hallmark person, you've got to watch those three movies. Yeah, for me, if you haven't seen Sarah Plain and Tall, you have to see it. Um, the Nine Lives of Christmas is just perfect, in in my opinion. And my my top three i think it's the one and the christmas train because it's it's different but just the cast is so remarkable and i think that brings us to our end of our show that is it that is it so i hope whoever's listening hello mama and papa and amber um have enjoyed it i swear that our instagram will be up soon i'm just waiting for someone to edit the logo <laughs> so I have it all registered I just have to get the logo um up so we will be back with you very soon to review Chesapeake Shores season three and more news more full harvest more previews and a new top 10 any final words Ms. no but if you want to give us any ideas for some top 10s um you know you can tweet me at Amber Teasley one um, and Liz will give you her handle. And then if you have any ideas for any series of movies that you would like for us to review, as far as like Hallmark related, um, just tweet us and let us know. Absolutely. Please. We need help. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're figuring it out. So I'm um, at Lizzie P two, two, four on, on Twitter. And this has been another episode of home is where Home is, I don't even know what other podcast name this now. Home is where my throat, my voice is so dry. 
My daughter's so dry. Home is where Hallmark is. You've been listening to us on Chairshot Radio, which is available on Chairshot.com and wherever you get your podcasts. As we like to say, whatever you're doing, always use your head. Be well, be responsible. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.